Welcome to Radio Waco. I'm Jason Bryan and you're listening to Chalk Talk. Radio Waco is bringing you the fresh news and insights about telecoms roaming and interconnect, as we do in our reports. Over the next 15 minutes, we'll be talking to you about the EU roaming regulation. This is the third of a five-part series into the regulation, with an aim to help you to understand what it's all about and what the implications are for mobile network operators and mobile subscribers using roaming. In this third episode, we review the latest EU roaming regulation surcharges policy, and we will uncover why some places outside of Europe are also covered by the EU roaming regulation. What might appear to be a simple regulation is in fact quite complex and has a few surprising features both for MNOs and their subscribers. The EU, with its digital single market, is trying on some level to mimic markets like the US, where across the entire United States, all users pay the same whichever state they are in. There are no roaming fees, and you know that wherever you travel across the United States, you're going to be charged the same. Such a great idea to imagine a United States of Europe. But the reality is very different for two main reasons. Often we see that in some countries in Europe, the competition between MNOs and MVNOs has been so fierce that the monthly rates paid by subscribers is much lower than in other countries. Whereas in one country of the EU, the typical monthly bill for mobile service may be 60 euros, in another country it might only be 6. Tax laws also differ greatly from one European country to the next. They may all follow EU rules, but they don't have the same tax rates. What this means is that it is practically impossible to have one set rate for mobile service across every EU member state. And this means that in some countries in the EU, the MNOs are still charging roaming charges. We've heard subscribers talk about this situation many times on social media. Operators in my country already announced you can't use your data or call abroad unless you pay for special packages. Others have said, my MNO said they were exempt from this and they will continue charging roaming charges at the same rate as before. We also heard, why, if the regulation is across the whole of the EU, isn't it then consistent in all countries? The retail pricing for roaming is something controlled by the MNO, but the wholesale price, or IoT, is determined by the visited MNO. Therefore, while the subscriber is not paying roaming charges, the MNO is probably still being charged. Bearing in mind the loss of revenues from the retail side of the MNO, they may find themselves in a position where their entire offering to their subscribers, even domestically, is under threat. According to Article 6C of the EU Roaming Regulation, in specific and exceptional circumstances with a view to ensuring the sustainability of the domestic charging model, a roaming provider may apply for authorization to apply a roaming surcharge. What does this mean? Well, simply that an MNO may decide to request of their national regulatory authority a permission to charge for roaming fees. Effectively, they can go against the EU roaming regulation policies if their regulator agrees. 
The fall in roaming revenues that the regulation requires must be so substantial that the MNO or MVNO may effectively have to change their pricing for domestic services and be undermining their domestic charging model. The local regulator must give permission for the MNO to impose the surcharge. The MNO has to make the application for the surcharge at least one month before the regulation takes effect. So in 2017, this was on the 15th of June. And the surcharge, when granted, would be permitted only for one year. The threshold to apply a retail roaming surcharge is when the loss generated by the provision of roaming is at least 3% of the total revenues generated from mobile services. There are three circumstances under which a local regulator can conclude that the undermining of the domestic charge is unlikely. For example, when the MNO is part of a group. Or the degree of competition in the domestic market would allow the operator to absorb the reduced margins. Or when the fair use policy conditions may limit the losses of the applicant. An operator's application cannot ground its roaming losses on the basis of a fair use policy that is more generous. Roaming regulation stipulates that roaming providers, upon authorization by their national regulatory authority, should be able to apply a surcharge to the regulated retail roaming services, only to the extent necessary to recover all relevant costs of providing such services. As part of its application, the roaming provider itself has to show that its proposed roaming surcharges make its domestic charging model remain sustainable, while at the same time do not go beyond what is necessary for cost recovery. In the second topic of today's podcast is the question of what is covered by the EU roaming regulation. The regulation covers, of course, the 28 member states of the EU and the three members of the EEA, which are Norway, Liechtenstein and Iceland. It also covers territories which are dependencies of regulated countries in other locations around the world. We'll come on to that later. It is likely, of course, that after Brexit, the UK will cease having to apply the regulated rates, since it may also not receive them from other EU member states. And roaming is, after all, a two-way solution. However, it's also useful to remember what we may think is in the EU, but is actually not. Akrotiri and Dekelia, Andorra, which has the euro but is not part of the EU, the Faroe Islands, the Channel Islands, the Isle of Man, Northern Cyprus, San Marino and Switzerland. It is, however, likely that most of these territories are also offering EU regulation-like tariffs. Remember that every roaming supplier will have specific roam-like-at-home tariffs and you should always check with your tariff plan to see what countries are included. Here's a useful interactive map which explains where the EU roaming regulation covers including the outermost regions of the EU that are included. Between 2014 and 2017, Rocco has developed several interesting reports into the EU roaming regulation and into Billshock. Please ask us for more details or see our website. In our next episode on the EU roaming regulation, we are going to think about roaming regulations from a global perspective. Which other regions of the world have regulations and surprisingly, which regions are also already doing the same as in the EU? Take a journey around the world in our next episode. 
Until next time, this is Jason Bryan and you've been listening to Chalk Talk from Rocker Radio. Radio.